Master Wayne, some men... <laughs> Can you do it? <laughs> what accent was that? Some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some critics just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> wow. Welcome to Bacon Sauce. I couldn't do it. That was I didn't good. know the Michael Caine. Michael Caine. See, all I know how to say as Michael Caine is his name. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Uh, that's that's no, pretty good. Uh, moderate. I, I it's like a Ben Kingsley, Michael Caine sort of combo. <laughs> yeah. I'm <yeah>. the Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> or am I? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Bacon Sauce. Hey, everyone. Hey, I'm Joel. Sorry about the botched intro there. I'm, I'm Ken. And Jacob. <laughs> uh, first of all, we want to thank you for the lively response we got to our sports podcast. Uh, last episode, which was our 49th, we were told many times that maybe we're not as dumb as we think we are. Mark got fact-checked a couple times. Which is nice. We were sufficiently humbled. I think it was a good experience all around. It was. If you didn't listen, go back and listen. It's a fun one. And I think people were actually engaged about how the scoring was distributed. (laughs) Because even that was was like a point of contention. (laughs) There there was some crazy scoring going on there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, Mark, Mark made it pretty clear it was at his whim. You know, yeah. like that was that was the score. He's the judge, jury, and executioner, essentially. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. if you haven't listened yet, like even if you don't like sports, which many of our listener probably don't, go listen to it because yeah. it's it's a fun show. Even me, who doesn't care about sports at all, would listen to it and enjoy it. Even if I wasn't on the show, you sure? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, if last one was our 49th show, that means this is our 50th official what? episode of Bacon Sales. <laughs> and to celebrate, we're going to say 50 things that we love about each other. Can't okay. you start? <laughs> um, Never mind. We're out of time. No, we're out of time. <laughs> uh, Jake no. here. 50 hmm. episodes. We're very excited about it. Uh, we are actually not going to be talking about our, our uh, Comic-Con experience with Kate Beckinsale because we are going to try to go and going to try to meet her. Uh, but we're saving that for a bacon bit later this week. That's right. Uh, this and we haven't technically gone yet when we're recording. Yes. Also that. Magic. <laughs> the magic of podcasting. <laughs> But uh, this episode is going to be dedicated to... Kent. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Got the subtitle in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, come on. That was the full the title. Dawn of Justice. And, and, and obviously, you may not want to listen to this show because you're worried about spoilers. What we're going to do, just like any other previous review show we've done, is go about 20 minutes and not spoil the movie. Do our best. We'll actually call each other out for... Going a little bit too far, a little too deep into if, it. If we get near the line of spoiler territory, we'll call each other on it. But we will have a very solid transition where we do get into spoiler territory. Yes. So you hopefully have seen the movie over the weekend. If so, listen to us first half, second half, whatever you want, because we'll we'll be geeking out quite a bit. Yeah, and we have not discussed this with each other yet. Not one bit. So much like our Star Wars The Force Awakens, we're in for a rude awakening. I think <laughs> some of us are. Nice, Joel. <laughs> the Rude Force Awakening. The Rude Force Awakening. But yeah. uh, So let's start out. We have our spoiler-free review for the first little bit. Spoiler-free is coming. So uh, who wants to go first? Not me. Not me. <laughs> well, I went first for Star Wars, but Jake. that's okay. I think that's an all right pattern. I can go first. Okay. 
and you guys can save your your thoughts. Are you right? going to give a review this time, or so, are you going <laughs> to? Okay, on, on that point, Joel. Last time, if listener, if you if you listen to the Star Wars: The Force Awakens review, I had which kind some of, of us recommend that you listen to. Uh, yes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> of course we do. It's an episode of our show. Yeah, but anyway, he's referring to me being half, you know, uh, half enthusiastic, half critical, which is exactly how I felt about the show. I could see why people liked it. I could see why people would not. And so what, about Batman v Superman. No, no, about Force oh, Awakens. Okay. So on that train, uh, I think I've. I'm really glad to say that I don't have any mixed feelings. I really did not like this movie. And here is my thoughts. Right. I actually wrote down some notes. Do you guys mind if I read really something? did not like this movie? Uh, I'd say rent it. Only pay money if you want to talk trash about it. I felt nothing through the whole movie, and I preferred Man of Steel. Which you don't really care for Man of Steel. I, I'm okay with Man of Steel. Are you? Because wow. I've heard you bag on it quite a bit. Um, it's a B minus. Wow. Okay. So this is, where would this rank on that letter grade scale then? This would be a C minus. A C minus. Not even a C or a C plus. A no, C minus. No, this is a C minus. In fact, it nearly got a D plus out of my frustration simply that so much was lost. In fact, here's, here's the other thing I just wrote. So this whole thing was the most unfocused conglomerate of inexplicable or boring events leading to a circus of flavorless events like nuclear missiles, space punching. Wait, it, wait, wait. Is it getting to spoilers? No. No. Okay. That's the most spoiler thing there is. Inorganic dream sequences, unexplained powers, winks to other stories which suddenly seem hopeless, all of which I could not care less about anymore. This movie is anemic, if not drained of all blood before being released. It's basically <laughs> equal to a lesser episode of Daredevil. I can't even imagine a casual viewer being satisfied. I hope Zack Snyder is in prison for screwing up something with so much potential. I'll honestly have to watch Gods of Egypt again to see which one I like better. Oh, wow. There it is. So, Jacob, un- Believable, Jacob. You weren't really clear as to what you thought about this movie. Do you want to hey, specify so this when, you, when you dug up the corpse of Roger Ebert and oh, decided no. to use what? his prose? Why? What? Like that was actually pretty well written. Did you steal that from someone, or is that Jacob original? No, I, I wrote that like an hour ago. Maybe he should be a writer. Well, how much Spitfire is is there? Well, no, this honestly gave me the feeling. I was like, if I cared this much about each one, I would love to review movies. But most of the time, I don't care. This one was frustrating for that wow. re- very reason. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, rent it. I wouldn't pay for it unless, like I said, you just really want the opportunity to, uh, I don't know, suffer with the rest of us. Them's fighting words, Jacob. You're right. Gonna, you're going to get some heat. You normally don't get heat. I know. Are I know. you, are you going to be able to handle the heat that you're going to get? I definitely can listener? handle it in this case because I, I'm not really surprised on the side of right. by this reaction. Yeah. Not at all. I, I, I mean, I have my predictions about how you each feel. Who's going to go right. next is really the question. Joel. I'll go next. Okay. Well, Jacob, I'll, I will say I disagree with you. I'll say that. Okay. Because I feel like you said this, that Man of Steel was much better. This actually realized my, not my worst fears, but my fears, gentlemen. Hmm. This is on par with Man of Steel. Okay. If you liked Man of Steel, you're probably going to like Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Because this has a lot more of the same that we had in Man of Steel. I mean, Kent, you know some of my issues with Man of Steel. I do. We don't get to see Superman be Superman in Man of Steel and enjoy it. We don't get to see Superman be Superman and enjoy it in Batman versus Superman either. Also, I, I, I made the joke of like, I hope we get to see Batman's origin story again. The opening credits, Batman's origin story. And okay. I was like, okay. So there were some, there were some downfalls, but I'd be lying if I'd said that this movie did not entertain the child within me. There were a couple moments when I was just pulled into the action, enjoying it. But then I would always get pulled back into the realm of, I understand why they're doing this, but that's kind of annoying. And eh, I understand we're doing this, but I'm not really behind that. 
So I'm going to give this a lukewarm review. This is going to be this is an average movie. Wait, so you're Jake in this case? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, that's pretty much right. what he is. Yeah, because like if I, you like Man of Steel, if, if well, I'm not I'm not giving wishy washy here because the thing is, I thought Man of Steel was okay, mm-hmm. and I, I haven't watched it again. I actually asked you if I could borrow it because I wanted to see it again. I'm like, well, you know, there's some direct ties into Man of Steel, and I thought maybe I would have enjoyed it a little more if I'd just seen it again, had a refresher course. I don't know if it's necessary though. But it just seems like they crammed. They tried to cram too much into the movie, mm-hmm. and therefore they weren't able to give the story what it needed. And so it kind of jumped around, and it was kind of disjointed at parts. But overall, I liked it. I, I don't think it was a, a complete failure. I, I do think it was a bit cluttered. But overall, sure. I'd give. So it should they average. go see it or rent it or watch what they do? If you liked Men of Steel, go see it because this is okay. right up. This should be right up your alley. And I'm, I'm about to be proven wrong or right by what Kent says here. Hmm. And what's your ranking? Out of five stars, I give this one probably a three and a half. It would just be a three, which is a standard. I liked it. Never going to watch it again. But there were moments when I went, okay, this is fun. That's and generous, man. There were. I, I, I liked. I liked Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne and Batman, and I, I was surprised by that. I kind of went, okay, I'm okay with this. So it's okay. It, it, it really... Right. I think I'm going to have a lot of critical things to say, and I think it's because it had so much potential. Well, this is a very reactionary sort of uh, situation we're taking right now. It's like we just saw this big, huge movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Superman does through the whole movie. He just kind of reacts to things happening. <laughs> okay. Instead of doing anything. Apparently. You're like yeah. a character? Okay. But I, I feel like it's fine. It was not a huge misstep. I feel like it was a, It maybe... <sighs> I think it was a little misstep on part of DC because they were trying to do too much too quickly and they were right. being reactionary right. to Marvel's universe and saying, we got to go big. We're going to shove everything in here. And I think it's because of the potential it had that I'm going to be critical of it. But overall, yeah, that's fair. I didn't hate it. Right, I thought so, it was fine. So let's get to Kent's then. But we it can move into spoiler when we start fighting. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't wow me. I'll say okay. that. Right. Kent, go ahead. So obviously, I went into this movie kind of like a nervous wreck. Like you you were, guys saw me last night. You were so <laughs> you were. funny. You really were. He was like so serious on the drive down, just like glaring ahead. And it was basically his wedding day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty when much. Got, when he got the theater, I've never seen Kent so giddy. It was weird. Well, I mean, it's a little backstory. We just went through an hour and a half of, of meaningless traffic to get to this movie. Yeah, it was a little stressful to get there. You know, we were all trying to make it a, an evening, go get some food and just kind of relax and watch this movie and I got there barely in time to get seated. Like it, that's kind of where I was just, you, had, you had to plow down that chili Philly cheesesteak. Right, exactly. <laughs> that chili Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> so, I was just like, "Oh man, tonight is just not working out for me in in every way." Mm-hmm. And I did this strange thing which I should never do. In fact, I will probably never do again. Is go go to rottentomatoes.com. Ever again? You're never going to go there? I don't think so. But like ever you or like before you're about to see before, Or like the hour before you're Like the hour movie. before. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Are you saying you're never going to the Grand or just never before you see a movie? To be determined. Oh. Uh, because I checked the Rotten Tomatoes and I'm like, wow, this is really getting destroyed because everyone on Twitter and all these, all these same sites that were raving about it are now crapping on it in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I'm looking at some of the reviews and it's like, hey, more of a philosophical think piece. Not as much fun as you'd hope. And I'm like... Currently hmm. stands at 40%, by the way. Right, and I think we'll stay around there. I, I honestly think the final tally will be like 43%. With 86, 86 reviews. It, it, I think it's going to go up Can you check bit. IMDb real quick? You bet. Nice. And so I went into this with all, all sorts of emotions because I had a lot writing on it, but I knew I would just scrutinize it like crazy. And that's exactly what I did. Joel, do you have the number? Yeah, 8.8 out of 10. So... I uh, sat there and I was excited because this is the movie I've been excited for for 
I mean, I didn't want them to do Batman again. Right. And in fact, that's why I hated Ben Affleck the way I did, because I was like, oh, it's just been like a couple of years since Dark Knight Rises. We don't need this. I want to see like more. like with Andrew Garfield. Right. Like, he's fine, but you don't need to see it again immediately. Right. I just wanted to see another Man of Steel story, because I was, I'm really invested in Man of Steel. Okay. Granted, I know it has its flaws. It's basically a one-week Superman story. Like, learn how to be Superman. Right. And your final training will be destroying a city. Right. So I went in with all kinds of emotions, and I sat there for the first half of the movie, and I was just like, oh, maybe Rotten Tomatoes is right. Oh, like, no. I, and every single second, I just sat there, and I couldn't get out of my own head. I seriously couldn't. I'm watching every... It kind of jumps, you know, kind of like a Bond movie a little bit, have from character to character, from, you know, place to place. And yeah. I'm going... Okay, are, are they balancing this right? Uh, are we fitting in all the characters because there are a ton of characters? What's going on with Wonder Woman? How are they going to combine the whole DC universe? And I'm just really, I was during the movie even a nervous wreck. Really? Yeah. So you weren't even able to calm down once the movie started? No. That's that's not a good thing though. That's going to affect your your feeling. And, and, about the it, movie. and it did honestly. Until you see Batman in the Batmobile. Okay. Chasing down some baddies. Yeah, we're still good. This isn't spoilers. And the movie changed 100% for me. I went from really, really lukewarm to, hey, okay, I'm into this. I think this is what I was waiting for. Mm-hmm. Like, it had a lot of chess pieces to to get set up. And I was like... Chess pieces or chest pieces? Because there were a lot of chess there pieces, There was too. some chess pieces. <laughs> so Batman has a, has a chess piece, and Superman has the S, and... <laughs> and other things. Wonder Woman, and, yeah. and Lois Lane. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I, 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 I was kind of like getting really impatient with them setting up where the characters needed to be. Okay. While still admiring that, yes, stories need to be told, and it can't just be a, I'm Batman, and I'm going to try to punch Superman story. But I'll tell you what, that second half of the movie gradually got better and better and better and better until i was completely sold i thought this movie in the end mm-hmm. was phenomenal now phenomenal. wait a minute now wait 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 are you guys surprised <laughs> no 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 no, no. I, well here's the thing I, I i think it's a little weird and i want that i want the, to let the listener know mm-hmm. that we're not this is not intentional we're not saying you take the high you take the middle you take the low no no but that's where we're at right now this is kind of perfect actually Kent, I, that's crazy. I could have asked for a better better situation Kent on one side saying you loved it yes, yes. You yes. loved it loved, loved it. it like loved give, it. give us the rating here <laughs> it, okay look it like i'm saying very reactionary this will probably change over time because if i was being kind of like safe i'd give it a b plus B plus, which is very generous for Kent. What did you give Man of Steel? Uh, at the time, I think I gave it an A minus. So, do you, do you still think this is better? This is less. This Man of Steel is better than this movie, or would you put this movie ahead? But of But honestly, for how much I was totally invested at the end of this movie, and even emotional, this is an A minus. So it's on par with Man of Steel. For me, it is. Which is on par for me too for Man of Steel. But yeah, no, I think scale. that's totally fair. Because I, I think, I mean... And, and, and we're going to get into this, Jake, because I know you want to just, you know... You, we wanna, I do. I do. We want to get into it. I will go ahead and lay out the problems for you as well, but I think we are being so incredibly scrutinizing on this movie because it takes itself seriously. I think it is just like, there are so many other movies out there that were like, it is what it is, and it's it's good for what it is, mm-hmm. even though it's a, it's a pile of, you know, whatever... 
So wait, wait. This, think, don't you think it's worse though to have something take itself serial, well, serious while it's, <laughs> while it's still a pile of whatever? Well, see, I don't think this is. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like taking you cereal. know, like a <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's being so serial pile, pile of. It's cereal. like a bunch of. But, <laughs> Did you uh, say pile of cereal? No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, no, uh, uh, no. I mean, for me, it's like there's a bunch of fifth graders that are in a school, you know, like drama project together, and they're taking it very seriously, and it's really not very good. And, and to be honest with you, maybe that's where I'm coming from because. From a very, very young age, being a huge Superman fan, even before I was a Batman fan, which is weird, mm-hmm. I this is the movie that I came up with in my head. Like, quite honestly. Are you going to sue Zack Snyder then? <laughs> <laughs> and and this, was, this was my dream pitch. And in the end, I got exactly what I wanted. So, I mean, just to clarify, you're okay with Ben Affleck as Batman? Yes. It, this is he the best Batman right now? No. Where would you put him on the, rank, on the scale of Batman's? That's too soon. Let's. It, it's just too soon because this is like a half Batman. It's not movie. Like someone died, you guys. This is a gut reaction. This isn't written in stone. Gut reaction. Gut reaction. Bale, Affleck. Whoa. Keaton. Whoa. Because I saw the potential that was there. I, I knew this was a half Batman story, and as we'll probably discuss, there was a Batman movie that I'm like, I could just watch the Batman movie right now, and we could be fine. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot of teasing that I knew that they were just kind of being like, and we'll tell you the rest of Batman's story in two years. Yeah. Which, are they going to try to make Ben Affleck look younger for the next Batman movie? No, because it is where, you know, he's been fighting crime for 20 years in Gotham. Right. They're going to keep going on with that. I mean, Batman's story is eternal. Whether it's animated series or whatever, he just keeps fighting the same people because... Because he doesn't kill him. He yeah. just puts him in jail. That's well, why he keeps fighting for... the same people. Okay, well, let's, we'll get into let's, that. let's get into it. I mean, how how far are we in, Joel? <clears throat> we're we're right about uh, well, about twenty minutes or okay, so. Okay, so, so I'm saying, uh, hold on, transition. Yeah, well, I want to oh, try. Okay. I, I was going to do a quick sum up. Uh, <clears throat> quick sum up and transition. Well, yeah. I think we kind of summed it up already. You're you're no. I'm no. I'm middle. He's yes. And I think we all agree. But we all agree maybe that it's people are going to like it. No, I won't agree with that at all. Because you're stupid. No, people are not going to like it. My <laughs> no. mom would be disappointed in this movie, and she Ooh, has zero expectations. Your mom would be disappointed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your mom from Amishtown, Missouri. Okay. No, that's the I point. Don't know if that's the, that's the point. That, that's exactly the point. Mock she has no expectation. It's like anything with entertainer, except Batman versus Superman. Hmm. Well, and I do think I do think the darkness was an issue, which I've talked about before, where I feel like Batman or Batman's story can be dark, but Superman's story is not should not be dark. And they made it dark. I didn't appreciate that. So that's one of the reasons I knocked it down. Totally disagree. Well, you would because you like dark. No, think about it. It You live in the dark. Everyone. Marry the dark if you could. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) it's it's for me. It's Superman. Classically, is the Boy Scout. But like as much as people said they wanted it in Man of Steel, we got it in Superman Returns, and it was dull as cement like no one no even cared about Superman it turned still they tried to be too serious and tried to be too dramatic no it was just like hey he's a great guy he's a great guy who can stop bullets with his <laughs> eyeball and this superman should be hey, a that bullet with the eyeball thing was pretty cool superman is actually not a character unless there is some conflict because he is superman he is the uber hero of all yes. and if he's just a tough guy saving the day all the time like who cares Oh, and yeah. that's what Man of Steel I made hate me it. do. I hate it when my heroes are just heroes. I, I hate that. It drives me nuts right, when they're right, heroes. Let's, let's transition. Should we transition to spoiler? Yeah, Joel, do a song. Okay. Dark and depressing. 
That's pretty much what it is. All right. We are now in spoiler territory. We will spoil Batman v Superman. If you don't want to hear spoilers, leave the room until you're ready to hear spoilers because we're Sorry, spoiling. Sorry, I got to go. Spoiler, spoiler Joel spoiler, is spoiler. waving his arms quite a bit spoiler, for Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <clears throat> okay. Okay, spoilers. So, so Ben Affleck and Batman, I, I actually was, was good with it. Mm-hmm. And I was especially okay with the fact that Batman can kill people in this movie. Right? That's fine. And apparently Superman yeah. does too, which was a little weird. Like I thought it was the, it, it, I didn't know Superman killing people. I, mean, I know it's Batman killing folks. He's like, I'm just going to stab him. Okay. Superman, Superman took one guy out. Yeah. The guy that was holding Lois Lane, he smashes him through a wall. Oh, yeah, that yeah, guy's yeah. not living through that. He lived. And I thought to myself, <laughs> that felt unearned. Like right. The first time you really see Superman, he's like, wait, how is it unearned? Like the guy like holding a gun to Lois Lane's head. Right. That so, actually seems 100% earned. Yeah, no, 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 but I, that was no, the whole point. Unless of he scene. killed her, like it, it couldn't be more earned. Well, I would have been okay with that. Um, <laughs> Wow. No, the thing wait, is... Wait, what would the movie have done without Lois Lane the whole time? Been better. Oh, wait. Been exactly the same. <laughs> you guys are insane. No. She did nothing. Well, oh, my added, gosh. She added nothing. When? when Besides the bathtub scene guys, to open up with, nothing was added. The story <laughs> wrote on her back. Like, the fact that she wasn't what? this damsel in distress and she, she actually... She was a damsel in distress. She was perpetually damsel in distress. She could have nope. shoved off a building. Superman's like, She's oh, drowning. I could, I could stop Doomsday? Oh, except Lois is in trouble again. I guess I better go save her. Again. Which, by the way, um, can I ask a oh, question? I totally disagree. How on earth does Superman have Lois Finder and Lois Alert? Like, he does. Honestly, he's got Lois Alert. He's doing his own thing, and all of a sudden it's like, Lois is in trouble. I sense it. Boom. Go save her. I don't know. Don't you feel like a special kinship with your loved ones? And wouldn't you like know their I don't know what my wife is doing right now. Hearing? I don't know what my wife is doing right you now. You should get super hearing. She's probably falling she off needs, a building right now. And you have to go fly out and, and you need her. to fly around the world to reverse whatever just happened. <laughs> Remember when he saved maybe her this three is times consistent from death? throughout the whole Superman mythology, you and guys. These guys. These guys will tell you, though, that as soon as Amy Adams came on the screen, I'm like, well, I'm out of here. And I started yeah, acting which like is I was really funny. Because... I will say she didn't annoy me as much in this movie, and I think it's because she was just this side character who occasionally came in to help move the plot forward, and then she disappeared. Like, her whole story about investigating the bullet felt so just, like, shoved into the movie. It was meaningless. It was useless. It, well, no, because the whole it point was... was the it was the furthest thing from useless. It, it was the whole point was that she was finding out that Lex Luthor was the one who framed Superman. Oh, well, Lex and Luthor, how did that help everybody else? It didn't. Batman knew the whole time. Batman was screwing around with it. He found out on his own. It didn't make any difference to Superman. Who was helped by Lois Lane finding that out? The entire plot. No one. No one was helped <laughs> by, Lo- by Lois Lane's plot. That it, it changed it did, nothing. It did feel a little superfluous. I'll admit it that. It was entirely superfluous. I, I totally disagree. Like, literally, you it could tied just everyone hit delete together. on her character. Otherwise, movies exactly where's the, the same. connection to Lex Luthor? Why would there even be th- this necessary drama, this investigation, this everything that kind of concludes in the end? There's a whole reason but answer for me Lois this, Lane. This is something I generally was confused about. This isn't a dig at the movie. I generally was confused. Mm-hmm. Is if Lex Luthor got all these uh, military-grade weapons to go and kill people to frame Superman, who would ever think Superman would shoot people? Because he doesn't shoot people. He doesn't carry a gun. What? And yet they had all those dead... Because those guys start shooting everyone at the camp, and then they're like, oh... They wanted to blame it on Superman. Oh, yeah, that made no sense. Is that I, I was really confused as to why that made... Why, or I don't or know. why Look, it mattered that they blamed Superman. Have you Superman. guys seen CNN? Have you seen the basically emotional pleas to Congress and basically... Yes, I saw the, CNN on the movie. The, the saw truth, Anderson Cooper. The truth is it doesn't really get out there. It's more an emotional, hey, Superman basically destroyed my village too. He's a bad guy. And then Congress is like, yeah, you're right. But we didn't... He's a bad guy. It drove me nuts. Once again, we didn't. I'm going to say it again that we didn't see Superman be Superman and enjoy it. We saw no kind of "You're welcome, Miss." And should, fly we, should away. we have a wink at no, the camera? There, there was a montage. A smile. There was a montage. Oh, in the montage with yeah. the sad music when he's slowly saving people with a serious face and saying, "I guess I have to do this." 
Here I will reach out slowly and save you from the roof. I really hate saving this person from a burning building. Oh, woe is me. <laughs> you mean character development where someone literally has the power to save Anyone on the planet can fly to Mexico to save a girl in a burning building, and then people revere him for it. And then he goes, wait, what am I? What is my purpose? He's still a young Superman. Should he be seen as a god? That's his question. And then also he sees on the news that people don't like him, and he's like, who am I in this world? Do I belong here? Is this my world? And I understand that. And that's answered by the end. I actually like the reaction of people being like, you know... You know, we like him, we don't like him, and stuff like that. Although they sh- they really would have kept those uh, protesters separate in the real world. Like they were all yelling at <laughs> Superman and then praising Superman. I'm like, no, they'd have them separate because this is going to cause a fight. But um, <laughs> yes. I just I want the least of my problems. <laughs> are, we, <laughs> are we ever going to get Superman to be Superman and be happy about it? Are we ever going to get Henry Cavill being like, "You're welcome, ma'am. Happy to help." <laughs> Which is why I wanted a Man of Steel sequel. I just wanted a straight Man of Steel movie again that where he could just be Superman that we know Mm -hmm. with maybe obviously more complex because that's what I desire. But just someone to be like, I'm fully in a Superman, whether you like me or not. Because, yes, I do think he should be having fun because there was so much to juggle here in so many different plots. Oh, yeah. That... Everyone, you're kind of like, no, 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 go back to Bruce Wayne. And then it goes back to Clark Kent. And you're like, okay, you'll stay here. And it was just so hard to balance. And I think that's what lost me in the first half. It was jumping around a lot. I mean, from the beginning, and Jacob and I briefly mentioned this uh, in our car drive. We're not talking about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the part of the beginning when the bat starts surrounding him and then he starts floating? Yeah. And I remember I just kind of went, where are they going with this? And then I went, oh, it's a dream sequence. And it was okay. But still, for a bit there, it was just kind of... It was that pulled me out of the movie. Yeah, it was super off-putting. I understand that... Well, okay. Too many dream sequences. I agree. I agree. They yeah. were there were far too many dream sequences to the point where I was uh, well, at some points I'm like this may be a dream. I don't I mean, even know. I like the Dark Knight Fury Road one. That was cool. <laughs> oh, Jake wrote that down on <laughs> his phone. Nice. I did. Dark Knight Fury did. Road. <laughs> well, yeah, but he had the no. trench coat and the the gun and shooting people and stuff like that. But I actually well. For what will happen in future Justice League movies. Like, that was more of a wink-wink Easter egg. No, what was... Okay, so let's talk about that. The dude... Was he having... Was was uh, Bruce Wayne having a vision when that dude traveled through time and said, Lois yeah. Lane is the key? You mean the Flash, right? Was that the Flash? It was the Flash. I no. couldn't tell. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Honestly, either. I was watching it going... I have no idea what's going on right now. And is this a real dream? Like, is as, this a dream? As a super fan... It was, well, I mean, the dream, whole, the whole dream in and out of dreams thing was kind of throwing me off, too. I didn't care for it because the world had already kind of jumped to a point where it had to escape from Nolan's gritty, realistic world, but no, also kind they, of go they, into they, yeah. the, hey, there are metahumans here, kind of like we've seen on the CW sort of thing. Yeah. It had to balance that line. Which, because, that was weird to hear the word metahuman used outside right, the Right, wasn't CW. it kind of great? <laughs> and so when you see the Flash, all of a sudden you're like, holy crap. That this was is, the Flash then. This is weird. He looked weird, though. He like had a weird... Well, he had this heavy-duty sort of thing, thing going on. on. Yeah, it was weird. And because I'm a super fan, I was like, holy crap, that's awesome. Because we just saw Flash travel through time in a movie. In a dream. So was he dreaming or was it I, a vision? Obviously, everything here is prophetic and... Yeah, it was a dream. It was Because it shows him waking but up But it gave afterwards. him information he did not have before. Yes. Which is... That's why I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. Also... But did this information help him? Did it he did, do anything It gave him that? Lois Lane. Yeah, but what did he do? She was the key, I guess. But uh, it, it will come into play. But here's the other thing, is that 
even if there's dream sequences, I'm okay with dream sequences as long as they're not long and drawn out. And these were all long and drawn out. Like yeah, they even went the on fighting too scene long. didn't seem that interesting to me. Like the you know the sandy one in the in the dust bowl. Yeah, the dust bowl one. He's like he's fighting. I was like, are they fighting in slow motion right now? Like yeah. it's just dragging. I mean, that's the Snyder Snyder thing to do. Yeah, like it ugh, was. I was so bored with that. I wasn't. See, bo- I'm sorry. I, I seeing, wasn't bored, but. Seeing Darkseid's minions, his demons, come fly down. You love minions. And just, <laughs> no, nope, nope, we're not going there. He said it. He said he it. He said it. But just how that correlated with what Lex Luthor says is, you know, demons come from, from heaven above, like, and the whole painting getting switched. That, to me, was everything just kind of like, hey, super fans, this is for you. And I, this is what will happen. Well, and that's my question, Kevin. Yeah, but that's not going to happen, Do you think though. that people who aren't... Yeah, no, it will. Do you think people who yeah, aren't will. involved with comics, who don't know the stories, are going to enjoy this movie? Because there are things, like when they started jumping through like all those different things, like you know, R- uh, Robin's suit, Jason Todd's suit, mm-hmm. and the time travel thing, <laughs> and Cyborg, and things like that. It's the people that know, it's kind of like, oh, cool, I know what they're talking about. But it's right. such an in-joke that I'm like, you're going to lose a lot of people. Whereas, if you'll pardon me saying, Marvel kind of allows everyone into the joke. DC seemed like we're only appealing to those who know what we're talking about already. I, I think they're taking a, a big risk by making you invested, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. I don't think Marvel's done anything different because they'll basically say, hey, big purple guy in space. Well, there's an Avengers team and he's all, mm. but I mean, for example, if and then I'm, everyone goes, who the heck is that? I guess I'll do my research. Yeah. But for example, if I may talk about Iron Man. Right. Iron Man was a standalone movie with a definite middle beginning and end with his story. And it wasn't until the tag in the credits where it's like, have you heard of the Avengers initiative? And then it's like, okay, this is going to tie to other movies. Whereas this one, it's like, hey, let's go through this file where right. we look at Cyborg and Aquaman and Wonder Woman and uh, Flash. If I had my way, that would have been a stinger in this movie. Basically, yes, he would have seen Wonder Woman's file, right. but the others would have just been on the screen. Because that, felt, and then it would have, yeah, you, you would have led into that. Better. That felt out of place. Like it felt like it, it honestly felt like the director looking at us, being like, "Hey, here's other heroes we're going to no, show later." It's it's the the it's in the pudding basically. They, they, this was a, it's off-putting is what it is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, the whole thing is a rushed experience because they're trying to match up with what Marvel has done with their Which cinematic they shouldn't You mean that equals a bad experience? Rushed experience is a bad experience. And I disagree in this case. Like, tell me, why? what did you like about this movie? Because I'm still struggling. I can tell you what I liked about this movie. Uh, not you, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, seriously, what, what, right. what, like, what won you over about this movie? Wonder Woman. Oh, ah! that, oh, that's reasonable, honestly. Well, Gal Gadot is very nice to look at. That's and, all you have to say? Well, I, that's my first thing I have to say. I was like, like, no, I wrote a list of, there was like mm-hmm. five things. It was like things I, I did like about the movie. And she was on that list like immediately because, yeah, she was good. Jeremy Irons, also really good, right? No. I yes. liked him a lot. Are you Alfred was completely underutilized. He was underutilized, especially because he was so darn good. He wasn't that good. He, he was kinda, exceptional. He walked in. Any, that could have been anyone in that role. No, he that, nailed Anyone could have walked in that nailed role. nailed Alfred. Said the same lines, it would have been no. the same thing. He walks in and he gives this character gravitas already he does and that sounds like scar um, that voice i tell you what be prepared master bruce <laughs> that's almost as good as my michael kane michael, michael kane the the batmobile chase also really good right mm-hmm. ended too soon but that was that was, it was it i know end. i wish it, it could have kept going soon, but that yeah. was good because then it was like it left you wanting more like it wasn't this long drawn out chase no that was that was easily my favorite part i, of I also liked how everyone was nuanced like 
the fact that Batman and Superman obviously eventually fight, the obviously in people may have an issue with they don't fight for very long. This movie almost could have been Bruce Wayne versus Clark Kent Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Because that's kind of yeah. what it leads up to. But I will say I like their reasons for fighting. Like Batman no, fine. He he had his issues with Superman and even when Superman was basically commanded to kill Batman, he was like well, I, I don't know if I have to do that. Do I do that? And he's like, "Hey, Bruce, uh, before you do any rash, you know, j- you know, rash movements." And then Bruce is like, uh, "I'm gonna can kill I, you." Can I ask you another? <laughs> question? I'm gonna kill you. You just brought up another question, right. of mine. At what point in the movie did uh, Lex Luthor find out that Superman was Clark Kent? Because when he said that, there was no like reveal of him realizing it. It was just suddenly he's like, it "Was the earpiece?" By the way, Clark, put it together. What? No, 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 no. This is Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah, Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Not, Lex, not Luthor Lex Luthor finding out the Superman was Clark Kent because then he's like, hey, Clark Kent, I know who your mom is. And that part, it was really well done. Like, I thought I thought Henry Cavill did a great job at that point. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, man, that would stink. But then I was like, well, wait, when did he find out? How long has he known? Before this movie started. When he invited Bruce, uh, Diana, and Clark to the, the party. He think he knew then? Oh, yeah. Why else would he invite? He has files on everyone except for Batman. I really think the only person he didn't have a file on was Batman. And I actually find that hard to believe because Batman's been around for 20 years. But if he knew Superman was Clark Kent for that long, why did he not try to do the fam- attack the family beforehand? Why not he try? Didn't, he didn't have the uh, kryptonite or anything yet. Or a doomsday weapon. Hmm. No, the thing is, this, this set up the chess pieces, or chest pieces as, as we would call them. <laughs> and, and it took its time, but then by the end of the movie, I'm like... I'm actually okay with the length of the movie. Granted, I think 15, 20 minutes could have been cut quite easily. Dream sequences. Because or there, there's so much up. to happen in the future. But I do think that the fact that everyone had a character, even though these characters, the Trinity is developed. You don't even need to know anything about Batman, Wonder Woman, or Superman to know that you're I, going to like the characters. Like the moron I am, I cheered when Wonder Woman appeared. Right. And <laughs> it was it was a cool moment. I went, Did you like that, yeah! Jake? But when she appeared, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was good. It was a good it was a good movie moment, a good reveal. Um I, I still wish we knew more about her motivations, which we'll we'll learn in the later movies, but I still feel like once again they're just like, here's a character, you'll learn more later. Right. And I'm kinda like, what don't cram everyone in here and then expect me to care about everyone. My biggest fear going into this was Doomsday because he was the part in the second trailer where everyone just kept went, uh. Oh, you mean when they revealed everything? You mean the Hulk? You right. know what else I really liked about the trailers is how they were exactly like the movie. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> oh, I disagree. What do you mean disagree? They were the exact cuts. I mean, most directors have picked up by now. If you put something on the trailer, you change it, you alter it slightly for the actual theatrical release. You know? But he didn't. It was like cut for cut from the trailer every single time. There's like six things. And I was no. like, I've seen that. I've seen that exact thing. They didn't even change the camera for that. Like, you know, it wasn't cut differently. Where do you think they get trailers from, Jacob? Yeah, but when they see them on the trailer, it's like you you get a slightly different sequence or you I, I get urge something you to go back and watch them because they make a lot of the stuff with like Batman in the final doomsday fight look like Superman and Batman are attacking yeah. each other. I was gonna say that's one, not the one case. thing I noticed is when in the trailer Batman shoots his laser vision, and then you see or, excuse me, <laughs> Batman. Superman, yeah, Superman shoots his laser vision, and then you Next see movie. Batman like roll off the building, and it and it shoots, and then it was Doomsday, and I was like, ah, clever. But even with my fear of Doomsday, I freaking loved it. What? Yes, you loved Doomsday. I didn't. I actually, if he wasn't in the movie, I'd actually Ugh. be just as happy. But when they did what they did, and we're just giving spoilers, right? Yeah. Killing Superman? Yeah, yeah, 
Hey, yeah, <laughs> Superman's dead. Was it was it maybe too soon in this whole you know yes. rush franchise? Yes. Does anyone believe he's dead? Though? Not remotely. No. Considering the fact they showed him, you shouldn't say not course. remotely like a total snob though, because no, it, it's human is going to be like, oh yeah, he's not dead. We no, know he's not considering dead. Considering, stop trying to tell mo- us he's in dead in the movie, like not even in the comics realm. Right. In this movie, we see him be a corpse from a nuclear blast, and then he regenerates and able, is able to go down. Just, just and then we also see Zod be able to be resurrected as the Hulk. Just to give a little bit of background, in The Dark Knight Returns, which is the Frank Miller comic where Batman's old and beats Superman, that sort of thing, he is able to beat him because of a nuclear blast where Superman is basically turned into a 900-year-old zombie and slowly regenerates. That's what that was implying. It was more of a love letter to that. Superman did not die at No, no, no. I'm not complaining about it. But what I'm saying is we saw him resurrect already once. Right. And so I'm wondering if anyone out there has any sort of feeling. Because it was... Shocking. I will admit, when he got stabbed in the heart, I'm like, what are they going to do? No, I was do? shocked. Like, super shocked. And I... Super shocked. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> and I, I love the comics. And I've read The Death of Superman. And it should be the least surprising of any story they use in this in this franchise. Right. But I was like, whoa. What? No, when they announced Doomsday, I said... He kills Superman in the comics. Like, that's what he's yeah. known for. I went back and read the whole... I mean, it was just Wikipedia summaries of Doomsday. Like, every single entry of Doomsday. Like, mm-hmm. in the trailer when it was announced. During but, work hours or at home, Jacob? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> pages and pages. <laughs> but I mean, but like, stabbing Superman? Like, oh yeah, you stabbed him. I guess he's dead. Oh, except he can't die. Especially not from getting well, stabbed. And right? I, it's kind of sucks that he waited to resurrect until right when they start to bury him. That's awkward. And you're like, hey... And they had the little yeah, inception ending where it's like, oh, did something move? And then it ends. Yeah, I mean, why is dirt going up anyway? It's like, oh, he's alive. I guess dirt's going to start floating Static upwards. electricity. Kry- and, yeah, and Kryptonian he- static electricity, Jacob. Oh, Stay, keep that up makes total here. sense. No, anytime he's about to take off, everything like dust. If you watch a Man of Steel, everything kind of just does this whole kinetic thing. I wonder where it's in just- the other coffin. Oh, nobody. It just seems, you know, it's kind of like... Nobody. Like, it, like Doomsday's leg is in there? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's because it would be his leg. <laughs> no, I was shocked by that. And I'll tell you what, when those three held Doomsday at, at bay at the end... That was cool. That was really cool. It was... And Jake, I know... It was this is hard to explain because really you didn't cool. care for Teamwork doesn't sing work. It was awesome. With Wonder Woman doing this a little was, lasso and it was Batman okay. doing the gas. It was, like, it was too little too late Although technically Wonder Woman caused the death of Superman because she cut off Doomsday arm, Doomsday's hand, which then grew into that spike. If she wouldn't have done uh, that... The next movie is uh, Superman v. Wonder Woman. <laughs> I'd actually watch <laughs> I, that one too. I would watch that sounds that about right. No, uh, I... That ending, for me... And I, it's, it's hard to communicate with you, Jake, because this is something I grew up with. I ate that up, which that. is why that second half of the movie, everything built, and I'm like, that's ah, a B. It's a B plus. No, no, no. I can't go A minus. I can't go A minus. Holy crap. I'm emotional right now. Emotional? Yes. Man, you I get emotional. I didn't, I didn't I, cry. Let's not robot. get crazy. You wet yourself, didn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I wouldn't get that's up. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't want to stand up right now, guys. Here's the thing about, about that, because I, I will admit, that ending, when they finally all started coming together and working together, and they fought Doomsday and, and defeated him, that was great. But a lot of the fight before that was just messy. Like, it, a lot of the fight, fight sequences I felt were just messy, just chaotic. It was they, messy. They didn't even seem stylized like Zack Snyder fights. Like, I was expecting right. more cool shots and slow motion moments. And instead, it was just, like, building smashing, which that in itself 
they have that whole conversation about how smashing buildings is yeah. wrong. Yeah, and Snyder then they got smash that buildings message. all again. I, well, I, I will not say as much in an though, abandoned no, part yeah. of town. Yeah, and I Snyder think, like hit it a little too hard. It's like we're going to avoid collateral damage now, like crazy, <laughs> like crazy. We got to avoid it now. Like it was kind of a joke because <laughs> it was. Amanda still was so nuts that this one, yeah, buildings got destroyed, but they basically sent him to an island. I know to, to yeah. self-contain the. He's damage. cool. He's on an island. I know. I like that. How yeah. it's like, oh, it's okay. It's abandoned buildings. How, yeah. Everything was an abandoned building here. Every place they fought was an abandoned building. Right. I don't know why there's so many yeah. abandoned buildings in Metropolis. Why'd you bring him back down here? I think that's the way. No. Yes. Why? That. Oh, that drove me so nuts. <laughs> I think that's why superhero movies are going to have to go from now on. It's going to be some weird you know, Amish town in Sokovia. It's going to be abandoned buildings. Okay, can, can you play a little uh, uh, role play with me here? Yes. You're Batman. Oh, dear. Can you be Batman? Doomsday is there, and you say, oh, that's right. I left my, my uh, kryptonite spear right. back at the abandoned hotel we were in earlier. What do you do? Do you bring the crypt? Do you bring Doomsday to the Kryptonite knife, or do you go get the Kryptonite knife and bring it back to Doomsday? I'm gonna call command to get the Kryptonite spear. That would work, but instead he's like, I have to bring it back to the building, and I'm like, No, you don't. No, you don't. Go get the spear. It makes no sense. Bring it back there. Why are you doing that? That that actually bothered me. That was one plot point when I went. No, Batman, think this like, one through. What they're trying to do is, and, and I understand, that's kind of how did he right? fall back to Earth anyway? Like they just wave Superman? his arms a lot. No. uh... Doomsday. Doomsday, yeah. He's, he's heavy. He's heavy. <laughs> he's super heavy. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, he ain't heavy. He's my he, brother. Doomsday's your brother? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. did, you, did you feel like, though, a lot of the... I mean, both Superman and Batman spent the whole movie doing stuff that's not what they're good at. Like, Batman, I never really felt like I got to see Batman be Batman at all. And what? like you said, Joel, I don't think I felt like Superman was really being no, Superman. No, no, I'll disagree with you there because I thought... I, Superman's story was what I had issues with. Batman's story, I was completely okay with. Dude, he should be taking out thugs and stuff the he whole was. time. He should be down gritty. No, he, he was, was like, at the very he's first like, time you see I'm him. worried about Superman. I'm really worried about Superman. Because he's over and over and over and over. I'm going to have dreams about Superman. I'm obsessed. I'm in love with Superman. Well, I know you are, but let's talk about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> this but, is Batman. <laughs> you were doing Batman voice. I wouldn't no, that's, know. That's, that's Ken. Doesn't I'm love. in love with Superman. <laughs> yeah, Ken doesn't love. But no, like at the very beginning when uh, seriously those, those fixation, little, man. Jacob, don't talk over me when we talked about this. Uh-huh. It makes for bad audio. But at the very beginning, the first time you see Bat- the first time you really see Batman be Batman is in that building with the women in the in downstairs, and then he's upstairs at like the, the end of the movie. At the end of what? the movie, no, that's fairly early on. With the women, pull, pull your head up for a second. Him on the shoulder, that's pretty oh, early okay, on. Okay, okay, I thought you were talking about with Superman's mom. No, 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 no. So, the, okay. the, no, this is the, the, okay, okay. With the women in the Lisa basement. You mean the, you mean the, the scene where we don't see Batman at all? No, which I loved. Him just standing in the corner, I loved that. And then having him jump around. Although I will admit, I was kind of like, he's been working as a good guy, quote unquote, for about 20 years now. Where's Gordon? Why isn't the police force behind him? Why are they shooting at him? Yeah, a guy's like, oh, Batman, shotgun. I wasn't complaining. I wasn't complaining. As a good guy, is this the Batman we know as a good guy? No, he referred to himself as a criminal, actually. Yeah, he's That's a vigilante. True. Which yeah. he is a vigilante. It's not the still, arrow thing where they keep jumping in and out of, hey, I'm friendly with the cops. <laughs> no, but Batman had Gordon, and he had some of the police force helping him. Some police force liked him. Some police force didn't. So you're telling me that 10 seconds of Batman in the beginning satisfied you as far as Batman being Batman. And then we got the warehouse fight, which was Arkham Asylum and awesome. What warehouse fight? The warehouse fight at the end when he's like, I'll get you on the second floor. And then he blows open okay. the floor, jumps up. The one at the very, the very end. Yeah, that was yeah, awesome, dude. too. Uh, I, when it got to that, it was like, oh, I get to see Batman be Batman 10 minutes before the movie ends. Do you get to see Batman be Batman a lot? I don't no, know where this didn't. is coming you from. You didn't. It was Bruce Wayne most of the time, which Kent already said. Bruce Wayne versus Clark Kent and him I, obsessing oh, with hey, Superman. Joel, we, we, should, we should let Jake know. 
Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same person. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my point. Spoiler! <laughs> like, no, the whole time, Bruce, I mean, granted, I want to see, I wanted to see more Bruce and Batman, too, but he's like, yes, Alfred, I am basically going to go hack this guy's phone because these are people I've been chasing for this and this and this reason, and that's his whole point. Like, well, he's been, he's been Batman. Batman was not being Batman. Superman was not being Superman. It was, this was, this was tasteless backwards. You mean, like, when he went movies. to a party and hacked Luther's system, like, how is he not Batman? Well, he did, he did. He wasn't able to be Batman there because, as Alfred told him, Bruce Wayne can go in. Batman can't break in. Right. But no, I mean, it's the, it's the same character. It was good. I, I have no problems with the Batman story. In fact, I, I even like the beginning when it shows him going around Metropolis when Superman was fighting Zod. That was a real, actually really intense sequence. I really enjoyed that part. I loved it. Well, that was a good sequence, actually. Yeah. Well, there we go. What did you guys think of Jesse Eisenberg? He's terrible. Not good. He was the Joker. He essentially was playing the Joker. He's not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is like... That's high praise, honestly. This, well, what I mean is it's the characters. Lex Luthor is always is more of a kind of a put-together businessman, I'm going to remain calm the whole time because I am in charge kind of guy. And this guy was like, ah, yeah, here's what we're going to do. Ah, ah, He was menaceless. Ah. He was annoying. He was he, pesky. He was, he was too much jokery for me. He wasn't Lex Luthor. And that's what... His he motives one, were weird too, right? He was one of the weakest parts. He was super weak. You're right. He wasn't Lex Luthor. I want land. I'm rich and I want land. I'm, I'm going to make you're my own you like, land. You like Jesse Eisenberg He was Luthor. my favorite part of the movie. Are you kidding Are you? Me? I kid <laughs> you not. That is ridiculous. He's punky nuts. He was the true character of the movie. Like, I no. wanted to see the Lex Luthor origin story. You dye his hair green, he's the Joker. Basically, he had four cameos in the movie, right? That felt disconnected. Like, every single one you want, is you want stealer. Just, you want just Asper to feed, feed a Jolly Rancher to you, don't you? No, I thought that was so great. It's No, the way I saw him play Lex Luthor was not as like, I'm the rich capitalist that's on the cover of Forbes. Well, he, he was wasn't Zuckerberg boring he was at all. I totally disagree. That's an easy cop out to say. I think he just was him playing him. When you see him give that public speech at his own party, you're like, this guy is so off kilter that clearly no one wants to even look in the same direction as this guy. Everyone wants to avoid Lex Luthor, and he's going to get away with murder because of it. Dude, mm-hmm. if this wasn't a Marvel movie, you would destroy him. Oh, you I, would obliterate I, him. I, you're I, right I, because he would have told so many jokes. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have issue with that because okay. that, I did not like Lex Luthor. I felt like he was the weak one of the weakest parts of the character, and indeed one of the weakest villains we've seen. Oh, okay. And I feel like in, when he's tapping on the table with Holly Hunter, ever and no, just no. that whole scene, I'm like, there oh, this guy. It was fine if it wasn't Lex Luthor. And then they shave his head at the end to make him kind of resemble Lex Luthor. It's like, okay, hey guys, he kind of looks like Lex Luthor now, right? And it's like, no. it's a gimme. I mean, it's a gimme. But I'll tell you what. I did enjoy. Uh, I I really thought the uh, capital bombing that caught me off guard. I didn't see it till almost right before it happened. I went, oh no! And, and then the boom. granny's peach tea. Yes, that was actually really cool. But it's a very Joker move. Like that really was Joker. He's a winner. She's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> but that, the, the capital scene I thought was great. I, I I like that he wanted these things to create the weapon. I like that Batman stole it. Like, I, I'm okay with that story. It was just the character itself I was not sold by. I read something, actually, where it talked about how Jesse Eisenberg, uh, like, wore a cloak when he went on set so no one would see his Lex Luthor costume, to which I went, he just dresses like a normal person. Right. Like, there's really nothing surprising here. He's like, they'll judge my hair. Apparently. No, this to me, this movie is, you know, as delayed as you may think it is. I think it's nuanced. I think it's actually purposeful. 
Lex Luthor was behind every single element in this story, and I think the way that was crafted was great. When Batman stole the kryptonite, he, Lex Luthor was like, oh, good. That that works for me. I didn't expect that, but that totally works. Which, I don't know, I just, I, I, like more like Kingpin on Daredevil is what I more pictured uh, Lex Luthor oh. to be like. Not not as like, goodness, no. not as antisocial because he's much more personable. But that's why I pictured this very suave kind of gentleman. Here, let me help you over here. You want to help me now because I'm going to give you money, and if you don't, like that kind of thing. That sounds as, like Brian Cranston, actually. Well, yeah, Brian, Brian Cranston, Cranston would have been good. Would have been great. He would have been a given. I mean, granted, I love him. I, I would have been just happy with him. He is a given. The There's actually, no risk in Brian Cranston. The studio actually was uh, looking at Tom Hanks, too, which I thought... Well, I thought Tom Hanks could have done it. It was after his performance imagine. in Cloud Atlas, they said. that After Cloud Atlas, they saw him and said he could be a good Lex Luthor. And I could see that because he's charismatic. I didn't find Jerry, Jesse Eisenberg charismatic at all. I found him... Well, it's hard to imagine Tom Hanks being menacing. Yeah, no. Of course, right. it's hard that to imagine Jesse Eisenberg being menacing, yes. either. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think you guys got a Jesse Eisenberg problem because the character... I loved it. He, he's an annoying neighbor. Like, that's what Jesse Eisenberg he's was. He's a rich, spoiled brat. He's a rich, spoiled brat that you never want to talk to. You never want to be caught yeah, in a room Yeah, I don't want to talk to him guy. because he's, like, he lives with his mom, you know? He's weird. Like, that's that guy. He's not pulling strings on Superman. Except for he's a multi-billionaire in this case, which is even scarier, which just don't you think? Weird. Yeah, it just makes it weird. It does. I, 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 I loved him. That's the thing is Batman was the strongest point for me and, and Wonder Woman was probably second. Like those are the stories mm-hmm. I was fully behind. That's fair. And then whenever I got into Superman or Lex Luthor territory, I was like, uh, uh-huh. I was more of a lukewarm on those ones. But like I said, I didn't hate it. I thought Jesse Eisberg made a good villain. I just wish they wouldn't have called him Lex Luthor. Have they announced who's doing Wonder Woman directing? Yeah. Who is it? Uh, I think her name is Patty Collins. I'm looking this up. Yeah. And what about yeah. First Justice League? It, that's Zack Snyder as well. Family friendly. Whoa! <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> We're editing that out. <laughs> Jake got a reaction there, and it wasn't super happy. Uh, no, I'm I'm really disappointed with that, honestly. Because like, if Wonder Woman versus Superman came out next year, I'd be like, pass. You know, like I, it was Zack Snyder. I'm saying, like, right? I'm, I'm like, he's too. Ugh. I'll watch. I it. could think of twelve directors who would do a better job. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Any twelve, Joel. Any twelve. That wasn't an answer, actually. Yeah, it no, really, I, I, don't, I don't want to waste time listing directors. Um, I also wanted to talk about the soundtrack, if I may. Okay. How did it go? I didn't like it. It was just noise. Like you said, you listened to it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Maybe that will be a better experience because in the theater with the speakers cranked up loud, it just felt like noise a lot of times. And when I could finally discern, like, like the Man of Steel theme, as much as the movie was lukewarm, I love the Man right? of Steel main theme. Isn't it great? It's a total hero song, just like that. I can't even do it because it's just this really beautiful music. But I wanted that. And every time I get a glimpse of that, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And then it would turn into just... Like, and that's all it was. <laughs> well, there, there, was, there is one uh, track, which is about Bruce's dream sequence in the future. Mm-hmm. And that one is purposely, like, annoying. Like, it kind of screeches at you. Which I thought, you know, that one stood out for maybe the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. It's off-putting, but I think purposely. I just feel like Hans Zimmer took a Monster Energy drink before composing this. Well, it was actually Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL, who is a EDM... Junkie XL? Yeah, Junkie XL collaborated on the soundtrack. Okay. You can say, okay, I actually... It, it's no Man of Steel soundtrack for me, but no. I actually... Listening to the tracks by themselves and how they tie everything together from Man of Steel, I kind of love. And Lex Luthor's theme, The Red Capes Are Coming... I think it's phenomenal. It, uh, and well, actually, they did. They took the the climb of the Man of Steel song, and they did the reverse for the Lex Luthor one. Hmm. So they start off really strong, and then kind of go down and down and down. 
I, I just love it. I love the parallel. Yeah. I just, that's another thing. I cannot picture Lex Luthor going, the red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. I'm like, that's Riddler, Joker territory. Maybe, this is maybe a whole, the trickster. Yeah. This is <laughs> a whole new universe. And frankly, we have to get used to it. Well, we, apparently, I they're going to keep giving it to us this way anyway. But that was that. Yeah. Not a fan of, of Jesse Eisenberg. Can I ask you a couple questions? Ken? Yes, of course. Uh, so why is Batman on the metahuman list? He's not. He wasn't on the metahuman nope. list? Yeah, he, he wasn't, wasn't on that list. It was... Oh, you're right. No, he had it. That's what it was. Yes. I, was, I kept being like, he's not a metahuman at all. Right. He's immortal. Mm-hmm. But, okay, good. That's how okay. questions answered. Uh, oh, we already talked about when did, when, when did Lex figure out Superman was Clark, but we didn't discuss when did Superman figure out Batman was Bruce? Because you mentioned the earpiece, which maybe he would have known something was up, but I don't know if he would have known he was Superman at that, or he was Batman at that point. But then when he lands at that final fight, and he's like, Bruce. And I just went, how do you know he's Bruce Wayne? I mean, I'm sure he's Superman. He could find out, but they didn't right. give us a reveal of when he knew. No, they don't give you that reveal. And I, w- I would have liked they something like you. that. Right. Some sort of investigative journalism or someone saying something or even him overhearing something being like, ooh. C- can I ask you a question? And sure. maybe you made this parallel, but I didn't. Okay. The whole save Martha thing. I did not put that together until he said, like, until they, they did that in the movie. I totally blanked that it's no, Martha when, Kent and Martha Wayne. Even though I feel like I'm a super fan, I was like, what? Yeah, no, I I knew they were going to do something. I didn't know what it was because okay. in the opening, like when his dad's dying, he's like Martha, and I was like, he's doing that for a reason. Like there's okay. a reason they're saying her name right now. And I didn't because I was, I was just like he's saying his wife's name. Uh, by the way, both uh, uh, Martha Wayne and Thomas Wayne are from The Walking Dead. Yes, kind of funny to think about. That. And Thomas Wayne's from Supernatural as well. Yeah, Thomas Wayne, Supernatural. Yeah, it's the dad. Did, wait, did Jake watch Batman Superman? I don't know if he did. He said he fell asleep at least once. <laughs> uh, nearly. Like, no, I was first... like, no, Jacob, keep your eyes open. Minute. Got to keep your eyes open, Jacob. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, he's the Winchester's I'm, dad. I also like to I apologize. Name. I'd like to apologize to Kent and to Jacob. I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm For so farting sorry. in the movie? No. What? Oh, that wasn't you? <laughs> what, is, what is Jacob on today? <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought it was you. Sorry. I thought I was having no, a weird I day. Just, I feel bad that your guys' theory that there's no such thing as an ugly Henry Cavill face is now gone. Because there was a couple of really ugly Henry Cavill faces. No, it's actually funny. The faces he has to do in these movies. I'm like, that's the worst I've ever seen Henry Cavill. Well, I figured that was CGI. That can't be natural. <laughs> that's my takeaway. Yeah. Um, uh, Any other questions? Yes. How does Lex Luthor's blood make apocalypse? Because they're like foreign substance. Doomsday. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> no, apocalypse like, is in yeah. X-Men. <laughs> so we're going to invalidate that question. No, I meant how does it create, create the apocalypse? Start the apocalypse. Don't ask impossible meant. questions, it, it, Joel. Honestly, this is, this is probably the uh, uh, one of the big faults of the movie. They kind of just say, we're going to skirt right over that because there's way too much, much explanation. Because we need to get to more to dream sequences. In the scene before <laughs> that, when Lex is basically walking into the ship, it says... You know, we will, you know, we can tell you, it's like a museum, we can tell you all of Krypton's secrets. Right. And then it cuts, and there's a fight scene, it comes back, and he's like, and now I know how to make this, and you will make it because the council is dead. It's like, I cut myself, and because of foreign blood on the person, I'm going to put him in a cocoon and make him turn into the Hulk. Right. Okay. Yeah. As long as we're so clear basically, on that. like, <laughs> essentially, essentially poured Cheerios, in there, right? <laughs> Foreign <laughs> substance. Could you imagine what would have happened with Cheerios? Uh, you know, more that interesting, to me probably. Was was so a little too simple? Like you know, Jake, like you said, has done a ton of research on Doomsday. Doomsday is basically crazy awesome because it, I mean he's just meaningless force. That's what the character is. But he 
every time he dies and keeps coming back and keeps getting recreated, it's just more menacing. It's tougher. Yeah. It relies kind of like the Hulk. Mm-hmm. It relies on, you know, power against it. It becomes stronger. And so the creation of him was super, super simple. And how come everyone's like immediately like president, we have to nuclear strike this guy. Like, well, who is it? He's been there for like five minutes. Well, he's literally. causing destruction. Well, he's an alien. They've, they've had experience. Like, he he jumps on a building, shoot him with Apache helicopters that show he's up immediately. He's four times the size of Superman and he's a monster. That's all they need and to know. And he came from space. I will say I was bugged, not at the movie, but at the government. When Superman is taking Doomsday out into space, probably to just keep pushing him and he's just going to keep going. That's actually and a thing they that nuke happened. Him. That was a nod. They nuke him and I'm like, he would have gotten rid of the problem. Why on earth would you just... Because then he came back down and I thought, well, that was your fault, President. Right. So, I th- think, thanks, Obama. I think they were kind of ready to, to take Superman out regardless. Yeah. I was, And that's the thing is, I was okay with that dynamic of them questioning this guy but i just wish we would have gotten more of superman because no wonder they question him the guy sits around and scowls all day or you know jumps in bathtubs and makes them overflow causing water damage <laughs> water damage <laughs> he is a true villain <laughs> well i mean to be fair though superman has brought on all the destruction all of the destruction they've experienced well, from the both last the so, two movies okay so to approve it i mean if we're gonna kind of be positive about this like the montage joel you were saying it was really a way too heavy I liked it because it was conflicted to character, like in terms of motivation. The montage, the montage where you see Superman One saved we referred to before. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Would you have rather seen that be extended? Like you know, it's like, hey, Superman is is. I would have wanted to start the movie having him, like, I, I would have liked to start the movie having him do all these things, helping people, feeling good about it, and then having people being like. And then have him, having him realize, oh, maybe people don't like me as much as I, as I thought they did. And then becoming more serious. I actually, I agree with you. And that's it why I wish, yeah. I wish we got a Man of Steel movie because there is so much going on in this movie that everything, every, st- st- every element served the plot. So, and there was no extra stuff and they couldn't fit in any extra stuff. And I wish we got that extra stuff. So this stuff. would have been the 18 months later title card. You wanted the movie in there. Because it really it starts right. up as soon as that happens, and we right. you know, pick up right as the action left off of Man of Steel. But there's that 18 months later sequence where it kind of went, okay, now we're going to jump ahead, and we could have we could have had a whole other movie in there. In fact, I I, I think there is somehow. I you, don't know you think how they're going to do one. Well, I just think I can't wait for a Batman solo film to just to get a lot of more a lot more of that fleshed out. All right. Yeah, that's fine. I mean. I just want to see Superman be Superman, and I don't want Superman to be dark because Superman isn't dark. Batman's dark. So Chris Terrio, who kind of took over writing responsibilities because this movie was originally penned by David Goyer, who's kind of a mess. Like, he's a big mess, and he's DC's, like, fallback guy. And so Chris Terrio, who wrote Argo, came in and basically doctored as much as he could, saved Mm -hmm. as much as he could. And he'll be the primary writer for Justice League, and he's already said, look, I know there's a dark tone. Justice League will be... Pretty fun compared to this movie. Well, and do you think in Justice League they're going to have to deal with origin stories at all? No, because that's why they're going, hey, here's all the characters. That's basically why they showed everyone already. That was their origin and story. And so you could be like, hey, Cyborg, we're going to show that for five minutes. Yeah, and what then was, why did they bring the Transformers cube into Cyborg's world? One, I mean, once again, <laughs> it's comics. Like, how do I explain that? I it's comics. That. I, 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 like, when he's trying to work out, I'm <laughs> like, like, how okay. are they doing this? Oh, Transformers Cube. Yeah, cube. got it. Magic Cube. Right. <laughs> sure. It's like, okay. And I, I will admit that I was uh, kind of disappointed to see The Flash not be The Flash that I know and love. Grant, skinny Grant Gustin? Yeah. Like, just when I saw that guy on the screen, I'm like, oh, don't let it be The Flash. Oh, that is The Flash. No, if... if 
if it was season one flash i would have been like yeah i want to see this guy but season two i, I don't know i'm not super invested <laughs> anymore <laughs> yeah no i i actually like because origin stories tire me they should tire everyone at this point and because just we've to seen say them so many just times. to say hey aquaman lives in the ocean and he gets mad if you invade his territory Great, just show me a movie about his character. Don't show me him being like, oh, I can breathe underwater. I'm a half man, half mermaid. You know? <laughs> Doesn't he start in Atlantis? It's in some cases, yes. In some cases, <laughs> no. But I don't need to see that discovery anymore. Just show me Batman, who's been there for 20 years. Do you want to see his, his marriage to the mother of dragons? Is that what you want, Kent? <laughs> yeah. No, that doesn't go well. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <sighs> but I, I want to see Flash already have his powers and then just see a movie about how he deals with you know people that threaten the people he loves. But then I worry that, like in this one, that we didn't get enough story about Wonder Woman. And so people, I mean, who doesn't know who Wonder Woman is? I know. But there are millennials out there, and we may sit there and wonder. There are a lot. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> they, them. They may, uh, just kidding, millennials. Don't write in. But, uh, and they'll, they throw this person in, and it's like, who's this person? Doesn't matter. And I wonder if people are going to accept that. That one specifically, the movie comes out next year, will be the World War One story that they reference with the picture, obviously. It's big, like, hey, here you go. There's Chris Pine. Yeah. and Kind of blurred out, but not really. So yeah. it's like, that's pretty. He's still really handsome back in the day. <laughs> it's Chris Pine. <laughs> so I, I think that one is going to be, I mean, obviously not an origin story because she's what doctor who age at this point doctor who reference but swear jar <laughs> sorry <laughs> but uh, it is going to be a more a prelude to this movie and the rest of the universe as well so all right i don't know we'll, we'll see where it goes like there is this i mean i'm not gonna say hostility but just like apathy towards a it. lot of apathy it, it, it's really not hostility and in fact there's several lines in fact i think there was some good material through the movie i think it was all shown in the trailer though there was like every Jeremy Irons line was already in the trailer and a lot of the stuff I liked was already there. Like, were you fine with the, when they actually fought, when Batman was actually V Superman, were you fine with that? Actually, I was super bugged because Batman was so, (laughs) (laughs) another one, there's another one. Yeah. No, uh, Batman was taking it so casually. He's like, da, 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 gonna throw some gas down on Superman Gonna drag, gonna punch in his face. I'm like, dude, hit him with more kryptonite. You want to kill him, hit him with more kryptonite. It's the only... And he's like, no, I'm gonna punch his face. That's gonna kill Superman. I'm gonna keep <laughs> punching his face until he runs out of this kryptonite fog. You know, like, it made no sense. I'm like, are you taking this seriously at all? I think Bruce he underestimated Wayne? him. He Obviously, insanely right. well, underestimated I, I think him. Batman actually had some conflict about killing Superman, too. I think that was part of it. I mean, you'd have to say that's the only reason why he didn't do it because he took forever doing something he could have done in a minute. Did anyone else feel really bad, by the way, for Diane Lane? Like when they had that picture of her with witch written on her forehead, I just went, oh, not Diane Lane. She's so nice. (laughs) (laughs) She's so nice. I didn't have that. In the movie. (laughs) I felt bad. (laughs) Oh, God. And the return of Kevin Costner. I just wish there could have been more Kevin Costner. Uh, I can't. It took everything in my power not to just reach out to you like he did in Man of Steel and just be like, "No, Kent, no, you stay there." Joel, can I ask a favor? Yeah. When you watch Man of Steel again, yes. okay. If you do, I want you to pay attention to every word that Kevin Costner says. All right. Think, think about. I'm going to be Paul Kent. He is not Wilford Brimley. Well, <laughs> diabetes is going to get you, son. And just like think about it from a parent's point of view. About someone who literally is greater than the lives of dozens of people. I like my kids to live up to their potential. 
Like you have a Superman, you have an alien. I would tell my it's your only child because you can't have kids. You I would have, have one that opportunity kid on a reality show so fast. That's potential. <laughs> that's that was kind of my question. Was, <laughs> hey kid, you're you're a pageant star. I, I would be. I'd like to think I would be like the the dad on uh, Mr. Incredible when he's just like run, run, run. No, not that fast. Okay, right there. That second's good. Second's because good. I I actually tend to think that Kevin Costner's character is crucial. I think Russell Crowe's character is just kind of willy nilly, like crucial or excruciating. Crucial. Okay, just make sure. Because I think Jor El in Man of Steel is just like, yep, you're basically going to be a god, and these people are semi intelligent, but they're going to revere you regardless, right? And that's a good attitude. But Kevin Costner is like, I love you, and I don't want to give you up. And there are going to be consequences when people find out about you, and that's exactly what happens in Man of Steel. Never going to give you up. <laughs> that's that's all I heard. Sorry, I actually, I never bear my testimony just, again. Just because I want to agree with you a little bit here, Kent. I actually, I actually do. I, I think the way they wrote it is it works for Kevin Costner to say, "No, you stay there, right. and I'll die." I like. I don't. I wouldn't have written it that way in particular, sure. but I accept it because they were thorough on the writing no. and they made it's it so plausible thorough. and yeah. acceptable. Made it plausible. Another dream sequence when his dad's standing there. That was weird. You know, that was the only one that was, like, really just out of nowhere unearned for me. Yeah, yeah it did but make I, sense. But I actually like the fact that we got to see Clark more because there were so many things I wanted in this movie. I'm like, well, more Superman, which is when he died. I'm like, yes, this is finally a Superman yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> Superman's dead. Just for everyone listening, like, my head goes up. <laughs> Please help me every time Joel does that. Oh, every gosh. time you mentioned that, I had to bring it up. No, but give me, give me uh, what's his name? Glenn Ford, the 1978 Superman dad, Pa Kent. I loved that version of him where he's just like, you know, you know, you were here for a reason and things like that. I, I don't know. I just, I wasn't a fan of Kevin Costner. And to see him come back, I kind of just had to roll my eyes and be like, okay, I'll I know let you this did. one slide. But so. watch it with a different eye if you could, because I think. My left one? <laughs> my right, I feel my like you were watching like Allegiant because of all the dream sequences. It was like half this movie. Oh, yeah, because like Insurgent, uh, it was like, this isn't even happening because this is probably yeah, a dream. Like it, yeah, like dream within a dream like, within a dream. Within yeah, a dream. like every time you wake up, it's like, okay, another dream. But I just thought that was like. Especially with especially with the future one, that was so clear that it was a dream that it didn't bother me too much. The yeah. things I didn't care about was just Bruce visiting his mom's grave, um, and it started bleeding. Like, I didn't need then to see the that. the bat monster popped out. Yeah, well, like, I, what I, was the dude, point of that? The man bat was freaking awesome. That, but I, I couldn't get a good glimpse of it. But it scary. That scared me. Oh, it did scare me. No. So. It, and for me, yeah, that didn't need to be there. That could have been cut quite easily. Oh, by the way, what did you think of Batman's uh, costume? Like it, it. it wasn't armor; it was cloth, which I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, oh, oh! Why was Superman not <laughs> filling his armor with freaking kryptonite when he's fighting Superman? Superman fighting Superman, huh? What? What did I say? Super- no, you're. You I just said it misspoke until jumped on. <laughs> what? So what Jake meant to say? Batman should have been wearing kryptonite uh, in his armor when he's fighting Superman. I actually thought uh, from the trailers that part when Superman punches and he puts his arm up yeah. that he had put kryptonite in that. But remember that kryptonite emits radiation, and so I don't. I think he wanted to limit his exposure to the radiation. And I think he was okay with a fair fight. I really do. It was never a fair fight. And I'm okay with his voice modulator too. I actually, you? I like that. It was kind of a fun little throw-in. Be like, yeah. like uh, when Alfred, Alfred, does yeah, little... Alfred. I was going to say Jeremy Irons, and I was like, no, the character. Yeah, when yeah. Alfred's like tick, tick, tick. Oh yeah, yeah, it's working. Yeah. Yeah, I like. It's like okay, so there's finally a reason. Would you guys? I mean, I know we saw the whole Justice League tie-in. Would you rather not seeing the Robin costume to kind of say, yes. "Here's what you should know about Batman"? Yeah, it didn't make it was pointless. It, it could have been in the background, but I, I didn't like the long lingering shot on it because I thought this is just going to confuse people. I feel like that was part of like the this, the Easter egg slash. Hey, we actually just cut 25 minutes from this movie that we're going to put in the rated R version. Mm. Uh, do you think we're going to show the demise of Jason Todd? 
or uh, some stuff with Barbara Gordon. And I think that's where they no. they they were going not to Barbara Gordon, right? Not, not Gotham, no. <laughs> Barbara Gordon is a great character, not, not that Barbara Gordon. Stop it, Joel. That's not like Batman, Gotham. Joel. That's not Batman. I don't like Gotham. <laughs> what? I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's awful in Gotham. Yeah. Oh, the TV show. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. And, and actually, Barbara Gordon, you haven't met yet because it would actually be Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Right. But yes. this Barbara Gordon in Gotham is the one they're making Commissioner Gordon's girlfriend. So, right. all right, let's 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 wrap this up. Yeah. Hey, we, have, we, have we persuaded each other in any way? I, I mean, we feel pretty solid with where I, I we started. I'm still in the middle. I'm still up up top. I'm just, yeah, I've not moved a bit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Which is, I just, uh, I actually kind of love this though. I want to emphasize once again, this is not something we planned. We are not lying about our position. This is just actually how it happened. No, it's remarkable to me that you guys didn't feel the same way I did. Like that's, I'm stunned. I'm well, genuinely stunned. I was, I was worried. I'm going to come in. I'm going to hate it. Just like you guys, blah, blah, blah. I was me? worried. Yeah. Even me. No, I, th- I thought you're going to be like, I can accept these parts. Like I thought you're going to give it like, you know, a C plus and say it was okay. Sure. And uh, you're like, I really love this and this, but I can't get over these 25 things that really bugged me because... Which I was worried we'd all come in here and be like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Now, to be honest, this movie has kind of inspired me as a critic to not go into a movie wanting to hate it. Like, I have a lot of colleagues. You've grown a lot, Kent. <laughs> Maybe. I have a lot of colleagues that I believe went into this movie going, but not Marvel. Really not great. Hmm. Rushed. But, but and it- I'm... I'm going, I'm going warmly into every superhero movie and hopefully every movie this year. Seriously. So you think you're going to go into Marvel movies differently now? I'm going to cut all the crap of Spider-Man and all my problems with the trailer because I want to be excited about Civil War. Okay. Well, if this movie made you be a better person, I applaud it for it. I applaud you for it. <laughs> yeah. The movie finally did something good. Yes. Thank you for listening to our Everything 50th good. show, our Batman v Superman review. Uh, please rate us and review us on iTunes. It helps us out. Be more. Not- it helps us be more noticed uh, on iTunes when you do so, and it also just makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah. Aw, warm um, and fuzzy. You can find me at seventy six Joel on Twitter, or you can also find me at Quickwits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, you can go to their Facebook page, Quickwits Facebook page, or go to qwcomedy.com. If you want to read my gushing review of this movie on ShowtimeShowdown.com, <laughs> go there because it will be written from a twelve year old's perspective. Because that's exactly what I was by the end of this movie, for better or worse. Because let's be honest, mentally, I'm 12. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if you want to go follow me at Twitter or Instagram, it's Kenny3DD. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers. And uh, thanks again for donating on uh, our Help Beckinsale yeah. Meet yep. Beckinsale. We will give our shout-outs during our bacon bit. Yeah, in just a couple days, we'll talk about meeting Kate Beckinsale. We will be meeting her soon. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time. You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun. Joel, Jake, in time, you will help them accomplish wonders. This is Bacon Cell. We were told many times that maybe we're not as dumb as we think we are. Da, 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 da. Gonna throw some gas down on Superman. Oh, I can breathe underwater. I'm a half man, half mermaid. 
because you're stupid. That's the worst I've ever seen, Henry Cavill. Well, <laughs> I figured that was CGI. That can't be natural. I guess I have to do this. Here, I will reach out slowly and save you from the roof. I really hate saving this person from a burning building. Oh, woe is me. <laughs> like the moron I am, I cheered when Wonder Woman appeared. Man, I get emotional. I didn't. I didn't I, cry. Let's not robot. get crazy. You wet yourself, didn't you? <laughs> no, we're not going there. He said it. He said he it. He said it. I'm gonna call Aquaman to get Kryptonite's bear. You wanna do another test if you're worried? Or are you good? He's not worried, I'm not worried. Pros, cons, questions, and fun facts. Pros, cons, questions, and fun facts. <laughs> I'm glad Jacob did exactly what we did. How's that? That's good. <laughs> 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 He ain't heavy. He's my brother. Doomsday's your brother? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have dreams about Superman. I'm obsessed. I'm in love with Superman. Well, I know you are, but let's talk about Batman. <laughs> Bruce Wayne and Batman are the same person. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my point. Ah, yeah. Here's what we're going to do. Ah, ah. I want land. I'm rich and I want land. Them. The guy sits around and scowls all day, or you know, jumps in bathtubs and makes them overflow, causing water damage. <laughs> yeah, 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 Superman's dead. <laughs> <laughs>